Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. Why we should go and make disciples of all nations? Why should we preach and share the gospel of Jesus Christ? Number one, gospel is the good news. It is the power of God to save everyone who believes. Um, as we saw in Romans chapter one, verse sixteen, and the macro level, there is a celebration when one person comes to Jesus Christ,、uh, as in Luke chapter fifteen, verse ten. But also in the macro level, the Second Peter chapter three, verse nine, clearly tells us that God wants everyone to come to repent and come to know His saving grace. So that there is a ur- there is an urgent need of sharing the gospel because it is good news and it is God's will to share the gospel so that more people would come to know Him and hopefully, Lord willing, everyone would come to know Him. So that we need to share the gospel of, gospel of Jesus Christ. That Jesus commanded us to go and make disciples of all nations, as in Matthew chapter twenty eight verses eighteen through twenty. Jesus has all the authority in heaven and earth, and He will be with us forever. So that is who Jesus is, and that is Jesus's promise for us. But what we need to do is to go and baptize in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them everything that Jesus has commanded us to do. And we will experience Jesus's authority and His presence with us as we do that. Now, today I want us to share with you about. The importance of prayer in evangelism. Now, when you go and share the gospel, you cannot do it by yourself. You definitely need the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we see in Acts chapter one. That when Jesus was ascending to heaven, he told his disciples to wait until they receive what the Holy Spirit. And that's what we see in Acts chapter two that the Spirit of God was poured upon his people. And then what they did was to go out and share the gospel in. Different languages, and then there were so many people coming to Jesus. For example, in Acts chapter two, Peter was preaching, and three thousand people repented and they were baptized. And the first church began. Amazing, amazing work of God began, and also it is being continued. As we see in the world and the news and media, it looks like it is very devastating because of virus going on. War has never stopped, and you know, a lot of people are、uh, living in their sin and pleasure, and there's a confusion and division. However, God's work is still being continued, and His people are still sharing the gospel, and the people, non-believers, are still coming to Jesus Christ, and they are finding. Hope in Christ, and they repent their sins, and they're being saved. So we see a great work of God. But this is all possible because of the Holy Spirit, the work of Holy Spirit, and we ask Him to do amazing work through our prayer. So today, I want us to look at Colossians chapter four, verses three and four. It talks about how we should pray. So let's look at the passage for today. Colossians four three through four, praying at the same time for us as well that God will open us open up to us a door for the word, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned, that I may make it clear in the way that I ought to proclaim it. Okay, so this is how we should pray. Now look at this. Paul was in prison. I mean, imagine that if you were in Paul's shoes, what would you feel? 
when you are sharing the gospel and you ended up in the prison, you may think like, oh, this is not fair. You know, God, why do you what why do you do this to me? I did all this work for you. Uh, but Paul never uh, complained about his situation. Rather, he asked people to pray. But it's very interesting. If you are Paul, why would you why would you ask people to pray for you? You might you might ask, oh, yeah, please, everyone, please pray for me. I'm in prison, so you know, uh, I'm in a very difficult situation. So please pray that I would be released from this prison so I'll be free and I can be with you. Of course, it's a, it's a good prayer. However, we can see in this today's passage that Paul's prayer was not about himself. His prayer was about sharing the gospel even when he was in prison so look at very carefully here praying at the same time for us as well so you see there was not just paul himself but it's the team of people team of people who are sharing the gospel so pray for us as well that god will open up to us a door for the word so that we may proclaim the mystery of christ isn't that amazing i mean paul was in prison how could he preach and share the gospel? He didn't have his cell phone, so he could not really text or uh, send an email uh, through his self, uh, smartphone in his prison. He didn't ha have any of those luxuries. And he was enchained with somebody else that he could not even go to toilet by himself. Even though, this, uh, despite all the situation limitations they had, his focus was just one thing, to share the gospel at any, um, in, in any, each any way that he could do. So this, this is what we really need to know, that whether you are in chain or not, whether you're in a difficult situation or not, we always need to pray that we would boldly proclaim the gospel. And then it says, for which I have also been imprisoned. And verse four, that I may make it clear in the way that I ought to proclaim it. So he talks about clarity, that when he preached the gospel, he wanted to pray, I mean, he wanted to share the gospel in an effective way, in a clear way, so the people would understand his message, the gospel. But I have a question for you. In this verse, what does it mean to open up the door for the word? What does that really mean? I mean, we can think about many different ways, like open door, does that mean uh, Paul was asking to see the right time? so that uh, the people would hear the gospel or paul was it paul was paul was asking that people's heart would be ready to receive god's word so that their hearts are softened to hear or and receive to jesus christ is that what the open door really mean i mean this is how i used to think you know i also used this prayer and then i prayed asked the prayer and also i prayed for myself and then god please Give me the open door or give me the opportunity. And I was thinking like, give me the right time. God, it looks like this is not a right time at this moment because, you know, we are in pandemic or uh, the schools are closed and that um, that people look like uh, they're not um, they're not a really good people to share. So I just want to wait for the right timing. Or I was thinking like, oh, maybe the people are not ready to receive the gospel at all. They're so rigid, they're stubborn, and no matter what I say, they will not listen to me. So I'll just wait until their hearts are softened. Is that what uh, open door really mean? Well, when I look at scripture, it's not really what it means. Uh, the open door means 
little uh, different way. It is definitely opportunity. We need to pray for God's divine opportunity. However, God's divine opportunity doesn't mean that you have to wait for the right time or right people. You need to share the gospel at any time, anywhere, with anyone. Now is the best time. We cannot wait. We should not wait for the future best time. Now is the best time and now is the best opportunity no matter what. So when you pray, we need to pray for three things, which is A, B, C. Pray for to proclaim the gospel anytime. So that's A. And B is pray to preach the gospel boldly, B. And C is pray that we would preach the gospel clearly. Okay, so A, anytime, B, boldly, C, clearly. Okay, so why is it anytime? Isn't that isn't there a better isn't there a better time or versus like this is not a good time? Well, uh, the, we need to look at Second Peter chapter four. It really talks about uh, any time we need to share the gospel. Second Timothy four two. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and ex exhort with complete patience and teaching. What does it say? In season and out of season. We only think about in season. Like, oh, this is in season. This is the right time. But what about the out of season? We're trying to, um, you know, stay. I mean, we're, we're trying to pause and stop. But Paul is saying, even in out of season, you need to be ready to share the gospel. So anytime we need to share the gospel. Now, what about be boldly? Now, not just to share the gospel in any time, but also we need to, when we share the gospel, we need to share the gospel boldly and we need to pray for the boldness. And even Paul was asking for boldness. Ephesians 6, 19, it says, And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Now, Apostle Paul was a great apostle, right? Uh, but even he was asking for boldness. We are human and we have fear. And even if you are a very strong person and you don't, you're not afraid of anybody else, but sometimes when it comes to sharing the gospel, you may be freaked out. And I experienced so many times, you know, I'm an introverted person, okay? So naturally, I do not really initiate conversation. I wait for people to initiate the conversation. Normally, it doesn't really happen. So I'm like, oh, I passed so many opportunities to share the gospel because of my personality. But I really do think that even though what kind of whatever personality we, we have, we need to pray for boldness. So when we share the gospel, we can proclaim the gospel with boldness. Even Paul was asking for boldness, even though he was a master of sharing the gospel, he wrote so many letters and then we still read his letters. But what we can learn is we need to pray. So each time we're not depending on our experiences, we're not depending on our, our own boldness, we're not depending on our own personality or somebody else, but we will depend on Holy Spirit that He would give us boldness so we can share the gospel with His power, with His wisdom. And lastly, C is clearly, we need to pray that we need to share, we can share the gospel clearly, effectively, so that people would understand what it really means. Ephesians 3, 9, and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things. The gospel is the mystery that has been hidden for ages in God, but we are bringing a light 
bring to light. That what does that mean? It means that we bring it to, we make it clear so that people would see it, people would understand what it truly means. No matter how great speaker or preacher you are, if people do not understand what you're saying, there's no point. You know, I've been I've been preaching so many times every week and more than、uh, 15 years and. So and I'm also training others, training other pre-、uh, pastors and preachers to preach、uh, the word of God. It's been great, and I really want to become a great preacher so that、um, you know what I what I really preach would be a help for many churches. But if the listeners do not understand what I'm saying, then I am failing greatly. So what my job and everyone's job when you are sharing the gospel is this. To make it clear, so that people would understand the gospel. Without understanding, they could not really come to、uh, their faith, come to their senses, to really、uh, re- repent of their sins and receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. But how can we make it clear? This is why we need to pray. Even though how great articulate person we are,、uh, even though we are, even if we have a great speaking skill, it doesn't mean that they will understand. For them to understand, we need to pray that God would give them understanding so that they can understand the message. But at the same time, we need to pray for us that we'll make it clear so that people will understand. Now, these days, I am、um, learning a great deal of how to share the gospel in in such a way that people, listeners, will understand. For example, I'm learning a way, very effective way, to share the gospel in non-Muslim. Context and also, I'm learning another training method is to share the gospel in a Muslim context. So those are very great tools for us to know and equip ourselves to、uh, share the gospel effectively and clearly. The goal is this: so that people would understand the gospel message. Now, everyone deserves to hear the gospel of Christ Jesus. Matthew twenty four fourteen clearly says that this gospel will be preached to all nations, all everywhere, and then the end will come. Jesus. Will come. So our job is to bring this gospel to everywhere, everywhere to everyone, so that everyone hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean that everyone will come to Jesus Christ. That's my prayer and hope. But we don't know. We cannot force people to、uh, believe. But at least we can、um, share the gospel. But when we share the gospel, again, we need to share it in a clear. And clear way so the people would understand. So we need more laborers because I cannot speak all the languages, right? We need more laborers in this harvest field so that well they can also preach the gospel in their own languages so that their language groups can understand this message clearly. So let's let me summarize this. We need to pray for these three things: A, B, C. What was A? Anytime we can pre we can share this gospel. Anytime. Number two, we be boldly, so we can share the gospel boldly. And third, clearly, so we can pray. We can share this gospel clearly. Anytime, boldly, clearly. Now, th- let this prayer be your DNA. So not just today or not just one day. We need to pray for this every day, so that more people would come to know Jesus Christ. There is an urgency. We don't know tomorrow, and we don't know when Jesus is coming back. Our job is to be awakened and pray that this gospel would preached anytime, boldly, 
clearly so that more people would come to know Jesus Christ. Let me share a story about this urgency. This is why I earlier said we need to preach the gospel anytime. When I first came to America, it was about 20 years ago, in 2001, and a little before September 11 happened. And I was pastoring in a church, small Korean-American church, and uh, I was a youth pastor uh, for them. And that was my first time preaching in English, so I was not really good and uh, struggling a little bit, but I really enjoyed uh, of what I was doing. And then we had a guy who was uh, 18 years old, and then uh, I played uh, basketball with him, and I know I knew that he his family is uh, Buddhist family, but for some reason, because of his girlfriend was a member of this my church, so he just came. And then um, I was thinking at the time, you know, this guy I don't know if he's a Christian or not. Maybe he's a Buddhist, but uh, I was just I just wanted to. Uh, they build a relationship with him. So I played basketball with him almost every week and just uh, spent some time with him. So about two, three months passed. And then there was a tragic news came to me that in, in the middle of the night, uh, this guy and his girlfriend and another uh, Japanese student were uh, riding in a car to go somewhere. And then there was a drunken lady who has hit their car uh, in a 60 miles per an hour speed. And then this uh, this guy immediately died. And then this uh, Japanese late girl was in coma. But interestingly, miraculously, the Korean girl sitting right next to this guy uh, survived. It was a very tragic news. And I went to his funeral a few days later. And the funeral was in the Buddhist way. And I was crying, not only because of his passing, but also at the same time, I was not, I was not sure if he believed in Jesus or not. And that at that time, I realized the first thing, how fragile our life is. Even 18-year-old or younger person can um, die anytime. So we do not know what the tomorrow holds for us. Secondly, last but, but not least, I realized the urgency of sharing the gospel. Because we do not know tomorrow, today is the day. Today is the best day that we need to share the gospel. At least they need to hear the gospel. Well, they can reject it. They, they may not receive it. And it's, it's on them. We cannot force them to receive or change their mind. But at least us, our job, our opportunity, our responsibility is to share it um, no matter what. Then years passed, just this past week, um, we had a we have a girl who has been attending our church, and she's she's not a she was not a believer. Then I was um, preparing, I'm also training the gospel pre presentation for my um, for my church leaders, and then I trained my wife to uh, share this gospel. And then she was uh, waiting to uh, share this gospel with this uh, student who was attending my church. But all of a sudden, this past Sunday. She got a car accident. Well, uh, she was riding in a bike, bike, but she was hit. And then she was admitted to the emergency room. I got the news like just three days ago. And I was devastated. I could not communicate with her because she was unconscious. So I prayed to God, God, please, please do not take her. Please do not take her. She needs to hear the gospel. And miraculously, she became conscious. She came back to her senses. And then amazingly, her bones were not broken and she was regaining 
uh, health, my wife visited her in the hospital. And my wife got to share the gospel with her and praise the Lord. She accepted Jesus. Amazing thing happened. So I, I gave glory to God and I praised the Lord. Yes, we don't know tomorrow, but they need to hear the gospel. And, and when one person repents his or her sin and come to Jesus, there's a celebration in heaven. All the angels will celebrate for that one person in Luke 15, 10. So how much more we should be, um, we should be sharing the gospel with any, anyone, anytime, anywhere. So please share the gospel anytime and boldly and clearly. But to do that, always pray and let your family members, let your church family to pray for you that you can um, share that also, not just to you, but people around you. They need to also pray for themselves to share the gospel anytime, boldly and clearly, so that more people would come to know Jesus Christ until Jesus comes. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful message of the gospel that you have given us, that Jesus died and rose again. But Father, we know that there are so many people who do not know you, who have not heard you. So Father, please help us help us to preach the gospel anytime boldly and clearly so that more people would hear your word and they would come to know you we thank you praise you in jesus holy name i prayed amen